What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, some pretty good fucking wrestling. Yeah, we're going to start off with the best of the best yeah. for this past week. NXT TakeOver Portland. Like, yeah, like almost too good. That yeah, was, like, that's mean, a thing. They, this show made it a thing. It did. Like, it was just everything was really fucking good mm -hmm. and really fucking just a lot. Took both An my, extra match. Both like, my son and I were dead by the end of it yeah, for the main event. I was too. I crashed, like, right after. I was like, oh, that sucks. Okay, I'm going to bed. Going to bed. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but we started off with big old Haas fight. Um, mm -hmm. Keith Lee versus uh, Dominic Dijakovic or whatever. Uh, Dijakovic for the North American Championship. Fucking hosses, Jesus Christ. This, this like, I, I didn't give a shit, and I was kind of glad this match was happening first, because we've right. just seen these guys fight three other times or something like that in the very... Re but, man, they pulled out everything yeah. for this one. Everything. everything. This was fantastic. Yeah. Sorry right. to hear the construction in the background, too. Right. Fucking neighbors. Yeah, they've been cutting all day. Yeah. Um, but, obviously, I mean, Keith Lee picked up the win, and we're not even done with this yet. No. Like... You know, which we'll get to Wednesday, mm -hmm. but yeah. Yes. Um, <clears throat> or at next, least we're probably not done with it yet. I'm ready for it to yeah. be done for a while. They're yeah. gonna bury him like they did Zane and KO. Right. Um. Next up, we had that street fight between Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, with uh, yeah, some interference towards the end. This was a lot more fun than I thought it was gonna be as well. Right. I was really impressed with these two ladies. They they tore it down. Yeah, it was a good time. Mm -hmm. And what was it? What's her name? Selena Gonzalez, I think. Raquel. Raquel Gonzalez. Maybe Selena was her other name before. Yeah. They got her. Yeah. Um. So that's an interesting dynamic to see between Dakota and Raquel. Yeah. And We'll see them again on Wednesday. Dakota was like, what the fuck are you doing? What the yeah. fuck? Like, she yeah. was a little scared and timid, too, thinking mm -hmm. that Raquel was going to beat the fuck out of her. Right. She didn't, though. No. So. They're a thing now, I guess. Yeah. Seems that way. Um, <clears throat> next up, we had Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. Mm -hmm. uh, Finn Balor getting the win here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which played into later in the night. I liked it. Um, and they had, I mean, obviously a hell of a match. Like. Yeah, I, I actually thought Gargano was going to win a couple times. Mm -hmm. Like, they really made it build up like Gargano was going to win the match. But, yeah, yeah, Finn took it in the end. And right. Fucking basically kill him to do it, but he did. Oh, yeah, that fucking coup de gras. Mm -hmm. I thought he'd crush him. Yep. Um, which I have another one in my match later. <laughs> I'll talk about. Nice. Uh... <clears throat> Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair for the NXT Women's Championship. I like that they brought that it's back to being the Women's Championship too. That only lasted like a week, but yeah, um, I will say that. And yeah, these two—they're like the—they're the future of the women's division. Oh yeah, these absolutely, two are fucking fantastic. Yep. Um, it's gonna be these two. It's probably gonna be Tony Storm. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee Ray, I think you can see on that list as well in for the near sure. future. I hope Piper gets a better shot, too, here soon. I think um, she's hurt the moment, though. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, yeah, Rear picks up the win. Um, 
And I still hope we get the triple threat instead of the one-on-one at Mania. We might. I mean, it seems like after Wednesday, it seems like that's what they are building to. Mm -hmm. I hope so. Charlotte don't even go here. Yeah, (laughs) I was just about to say. (laughs) Uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match: Uh, Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Another fucking hell of a match. Yeah, these like, guys. Jesus. Yeah, Don and, and Riddle have some really cool double teams. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Their chemistry is amazing. Like, uh... yeah, as we talked about on last week's episode, which is free in the Bud Kites, by the way. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was like that whole comedy segment between yeah. the two of them figuring out how they're going to get to Portland with the statue was mm-hmm. good enough. Yeah, that was amazing. And then they kept it, like, takeover was excellent, mm-hmm. and they'll be excellent again when we get to Wednesday, yeah, so. sure, sure were. Fuck yeah. Uh, what was it that Riddle posted? I like the new one. How many... How many McGriddles with, with Matt Riddle? Riddle griddle with Matt Riddle could griddle McGriddles. Yeah, that. It's <laughs> fantastic. Um... Yeah, and I love them picking up the championships. Like I said, they're whittling away mm-hmm. the titles on... Uh, on Undisputed. Yeah, yep. it's fantastic. As predicted. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Uh, and then NXT Championship, Adam Cole versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, excellent match. Wasn't expecting the ending, but... Neither, but there it was. Yeah, so... I was um, right about... Cole retained the title. What I was wrong about mm-hmm. was it was going to be Ciampa because it looks like they're building Ciampa and Gargano at Mania Weekend yeah. now instead of Ciampa and Gargano or and Cole like I thought they were going to. Right. Unless they're doing a triple threat. But they're already doing it with the women's right NXT title. I don't see them doing it with the dudes either. Yeah, but it'd be two different nights because you do that. That's Mandy's. true because Charlotte has to be at Mania because she won the Rumble for that. So right. They'll do it at Mania, not at Takeover. Right. Yeah, that's valid. So, I didn't yeah. think about that. I don't um, want the triple threat. I just want another one-on-one match between these two. Right. Because the times they, does... they connected at War Games, including oh, yeah. the fucking ending, and then this match, I could watch Ciampa and Cole for, like, right. three more times. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be it's gonna be Gargano, Ciampa, but then I don't know who, who takes it off of Cole at Mania. Maybe you don't. Who's he even faced, then? Nobody. There's nobody left. Finn Balor? You know it'd be amazing. I don't want to see it, but I God, I really do. Roddy to turn. I've thought about that. Like soon, and then Roddy versus Cole at Mania, and he takes it off of him, which would be nuts. And it's basically because those two could just have a banger of a match. Fuck yeah, they could. Like they're two of the best wrestlers in the world by far. Mm-hmm. I think Roddy's like. The most underrated wrestler. I agree with that. In all of wrestling. Fuck yeah, right. Strong is amazing. I mean, he's amazing, but like... People the only thing I didn't like about him was his face character when he first showed up. Yeah. And they fixed that quick when he turned on Pete Dunne during the last Dusty Classic. Right. Or maybe that was two classics ago now. I think it was two. But I think yeah. it was as well. Yep. So yeah, hell of a takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the best... I'd say probably the best takeover ever. Most likely. I would need to go back and there. rewatch like... I think Chicago one and two yeah. in the first Brooklyn, I think, was that Bailey yeah. Sasha Banks match. Yeah. I think those still... ones in particular I might need to go back and recheck. But mm-hmm. if I mean that easily top five right. takeovers of all time. But yeah, I think I they need to chill out a little bit. Like it was just it was a lot. I was ready for it to be over before it was over right. and 
Yeah, I'd rather them go back to five. If they're going to keep them all good, go back to five. If not, give me something in between to, like, chill out. Give us a down spot before the main event. Right. Yeah, there should have been something a, between the tag match and the right. championship match right. because it was, something. it was too much. It was just, it's all ups. It's yeah. what I keep saying about, it's the problem with NXT is that it's all ups. And mm-hmm. even though there's too many in WWE, you do need downs, too. Right. <clears throat> right. Just give us a promo of the next guy or the next exactly. chick that's something. coming up or something. Just something. I don't know. But. All right. Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Get Boone hanging out there on guitar in between. Oh, that's yeah. a high, too, though. So. Yeah, that's a super high. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the video he posted doing fucking squats playing the mm-hmm. guitar? Yeah. That was dope as shit. He's amazing. Right. That's a lot of fucking weight. It was like 400 pounds or some shit. And he's sitting there mm-hmm. just rocking on the guitar and got that thing strapped to him. He's nuts. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Monday Night Raw. Uh, I didn't watch this week. Okay. The beginning was fucking emotional and amazing. And um, yeah, Randy Orton comes out. Yeah. Cuts a promo. Matt Hardy comes and uh, comes down after that. And he just... Cont- continued from last week beating the fuck out of Matt Hardy. Like did that concerto on the on the, on steps. the fucking steps. Yeah. Instead of just a normal one. That was right. awesome. And he was just like dead limp and yeah, it was really well done. The crowd was like irate. I mean they just watched one of their favorite people of all times get killed. Right. Like damn near literally killed. So it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really dope. Um they're doing this Randy Orton Edge thing really right. well yeah. really well and you can tell Orton's invested because when mm-hmm. he's invested he's one of the best in the oh, world yeah. just he seems to get bored right. way too often yeah for sure uh, next up we had Eric Rowan and Aleister Black really fucking weird yeah I don't no. I didn't understand it um, Black won which was pretty dope but I, I didn't I don't. You've been building both of these guys, right? And then and doing all these squash matches and this shit. And then now they just fight each other, and right. Black wins clean. Like, right. what the right. fuck? And they barely did anything with the cage. Like, I, I don't know. it did take two black masks to put them down, though. That's true, and most everybody else has done to one. So. Yeah. So that was that was neat. Yeah, and it wasn't like he and it, he didn't kick out of it. He just fell into the ropes right. and held himself up, which was cool. So. Um, right, it made him look good without weakening the black mask itself. Right, exactly. Just good because it's a dope looking finisher. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like it's, it looks stiff. To me, it's the top two most protected finishers in all of wrestling, just behind the one wing angel. Because mm-hmm. um, that hasn't been kicked out of in like ten years or some shit. Yeah. So it's um, been a long time. <clears throat> right. I mean, fuck, that was the story of the four matches between him and Okada. Yeah. Was that as soon as he hit that, it's it was over. done. Yep. Um, I don't want to go back and rewatch those. I just got better things to do with the next four hours of my life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's a big investment. Yeah, for sure. Um, Charlotte's up next. Finally says that she's going to face Rhea. Yep. Uh, so... Pretty happy that's going to happen. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So, good times, good times. And man, Rhea's moving quick. Right. Like, she went from being basically a nobody 
to now being on mm-hmm. fucking WrestleMania with Charlotte, the best right. women's wrestler in the WWE right. right now. I know. Although that's starting to become arguable. Yeah. Yeah. There's other ones. Bianca's starting yeah. to get on that level. Right. Yeah, all three of them. Like, they're the three, to me, the three of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Sasha would be on that list if they ever let her fucking wrestle. Right. Maybe some main event, that's why we miss it. No, she's still hurt. Oh, is she? Yeah. Because that's what know. she does. I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, she's good at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, whatever. Triple threat match, 24-7 championship, R-Truth, Mojo Raleigh, Riddick Moss. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Whatever. Riddick, they killed it a long time ago. Right. Yeah, Riddick Moss wins, and then R-Truth just beats, this, uh, beats up Raleigh with the scissor kick and stuff. I don't understand what happened. It's, but that was there. Um, oh, this was good. Drew McIntyre up next saying that he's not going to point to the WrestleMania sign anymore and then the, uh, has the crowd point for him. And, right. Yeah. So it said uh, at WrestleMania, Suplex City will be in Claymore County. I really liked that. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. And then Heyman comes out, pretends that Lesnar's there. Lesnar wasn't there. Surprise. So. Um. And then MVP comes out to face Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre wins fucking quick. Again. Which, I mean, again, yeah. Again, it's great that McIntyre's getting this push, but why did we bring MVP back? Just for this. Just to job him out. Like, what was the fucking point? Right, at least give him... You've already got guys to job out that you've been jobbing out that shouldn't be jobbed out, so why bring back another guy that shouldn't be jobbed out and just job him out? Right. The fuck? Um, The logic is baffling. Yeah. Uh, Lynch comes out with a brown paper bag next. And this was really good too. This promo saying, uh, starts throwing money out and said, Here, this is for my fine that I know I'm going to get for beating the shit out of Shayna Baszler. And that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, then, the only thing that was dumb about it, because I watched this clip, mm-hmm. they zoomed in on the money to show most of it was $1 bills. And it's like, Why the fuck would you do that? Right. Stupid. Just show us the hundreds that were there, right. and then fucking leave them all out wide shot so you can't tell they're not all one hundred. Mm-hmm. So it looks like there's legit ten grand there instead of two hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Yeah. Um. Baszler shows up on the screen, and tells her that she's going to beat the living shit out of Becky. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, obviously, this is what sucks about it, like the elimination chamber match because. Shayna's winning. Like, there's no way anyone mm-hmm. else but Shayna wins this. I'm still excited for it, though. I like the Elimination Chamber. I do, too. It's one of the few giving matches they That's have still, left I'm still a big fan of. Yeah. Other than, obviously, the Rumble, because the right. Rumble's the shit. Right. Um, Rusev and Umberto Carrillo took on Angel Garza and Bobby Lashley next. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason. I don't know. I don't, like, Rusev hasn't been on TV in, like, a month, and then... He's back all the time. And now he's back, and he's... Yeah, still dealing with Lashley and I don't whatever. Um, and Angel Angel Garza and Lashley won. What confuses me is that the story is, which is fine if this is what you want to make the story because I don't give a fuck anyways. But if the story is, Rusev's happy that this is done. Why does he keep fucking involved again if he's happy right? that he doesn't have to be Juan anymore? Right. It doesn't make sense with the story you're telling. Yeah. I don't like know. most stories in WWE. Right. Like this. 
Natalia took on Kyrie Sane. Yeah. And then Kyrie won by countout. What the fuck? I don't know. Stupid. Uh, and then this made no sense either. So Seth Rollins was supposed to have uh, a sermon. Yes. And it wasn't even close to it. It was just a promo. It was just a promo. Like, it was not a sermon. He's also not really the Messiah, so. Says you. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And, yeah, the definition of the word. Right. Um, and then Carl Anderson took on Ricochet next. Mm-hmm. Ricochet won. Of course he did. AJ's back. The thing that gets me is I get that Ricochet has to win because he mm-hmm. has to look legit for Lesnar. Right. But putting him over Carl Anderson, who loses fucking everybody and their mom anyway, doesn't right. help make him look any stronger. Right. At least put him against Luke Gallows, who's a bigger a big guy. guy. Right. Cause, which would make sense, since he's going against Brock Lesnar, have him face a big guy. Like, and show that he can take down these big guys, not... He did beat a bigger guy last week, didn't he? Uh, Yeah. Well, regardless, I will say, in all legit, kudos and good luck to Mr. O'Shea. Yeah. I hope that he I actually kinda... does have a good match with Lesnar. Right. Yeah, I want to... Like, it's the only match on the card that I actually want to watch, just to see... I don't even know what the card is, because I, I don't give a shit. I know that's on it. Yeah. And Bailey's going to face Naomi. And Goldberg's cool. facing somebody, right? The Fiends, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Goldberg's yeah. going to become the Universal Champion again. No, he's not. Uh... All right, and then Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders took on Murphy and AOP, and the, the faces win by uh, disqualification. Disqualification, yeah. So, of course, right. But then uh, Street Profits came out to help, and I want more of them on my TV. But I want them wrestling matches and not just doing stupid Saturday Night Live horseshit backstage. Right. Well, apparently they're going to face... That's right. That led to they're going to face Rollins and Murphy for the tag titles at Super Showdown 2. Right on. So. They're going to lose, but that's fine. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So. All right. NWA? Circle Squared? Yeah, there was no power this week. No. It was preempted for Circle Squared, which is mm-hmm. the new NWA show, which is basically a chance for up-and-comers to... Uh, Mm-hmm. Up and come. Yeah. Come up. Come up. Yeah. <laughs> I like my phrasing of it better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but this is pretty cool. So, it's, I mean, it started off with an interview with PK and Luke Hawks. Yeah. Um, father-son Father-son. Which yeah. was neat. Only father-son duo in all of wrestling, apparently. Um, I looked into it and the dad was, I mean, legit. He's wrestled mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, I've heard of him Including before. WWE. Yeah, I've heard of him before. Right? Mm-hmm. I have not, but... Not same thing, but like, I've heard of him. Um, but they cut a fun little promo and before. Um, yeah, not amazing. Nothing groundbreaking, but no, it worked. It got the job good. done. The uh, the ending was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we are the ABCs and the XYZs, and what that means is... We don't just start something, we finish it. I like that. And they got the XYZ chant yes. going in the crowd, which was dope. So. NWA crowd's always dope. Mm-hmm. No, this was cool. Yeah. Um, and then we think we're getting our next tag team, and fucking Nikita Koloff walks out. I was like, what the fuck? 
It's like, how is this fair that these up-and-comers already have Nikita Koloff in their right. corner? And then why the fuck is Nikita Koloff here in these guys' corner? Exactly. What the fuck is this? Great. They didn't explain it either, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, because they had that... He did the thing last week where he said he was going to have the next big thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I barely and paid no attention right. to it. Yeah. yeah. Fair and, enough. And then no one... Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Um, but so he's... Representing Jeff Lewis Neal and Tyson Dean, I think they're, I think they're Ring of Honor guys or something. Okay. But, um, yeah. Then they cut a promo, which was pretty okay. Yeah. So it was a solid one as yeah. well. And then we had our tag match between those two tag teams. It was pretty good too. It was a solid match. Um, Everything about the whole show was solid. Yeah. Honestly, but. Yeah, I liked it. Get to see these new people and stuff. Um, Honestly, with the way it went, and those new guys being with Nikita, I expected them to win. But Me too, but they lost. The, the father-son duo picked yeah, up the win Haw- here. Hawks Airy is what they're Hawks calling Airy. them. Which is stupid. But, yes. Um, well, whatever. whatever. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I like. I'd like to see both shows every week, honestly. Or... Maybe see this Keep once power a month. every week, but maybe give us this one every other week. Or, yeah, yeah once, once a month. month or... Something like that, yeah. I don't know, but we'll see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Uh, AEW Dark? Yeah, it was dark. They did what Dark does. Mm-hmm. Had some dark matches. Yep. They were fine. Right. All of them yeah. were fine. Two women's matches. Two tag matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Statlander coming back which was good to see her again yes it's been a little while mm-hmm. versus Diamante mm-hmm. also been a while since we've seen Diamante too yeah Chris Statlander won this one in pretty dominating fashion yeah as expected I mean she's what the number two contender yeah I think she's ranked number two right now yeah I so believe so behind uh, Sheeta I do believe I, don't know. Yeah, I think so now that Nyla is yeah. the champion right I, don't know. I haven't seen that because they updated the standings yesterday, but I hadn't seen them yet. I didn't look either. I usually see them after we do this. So. Right. Um, next up, we have the Best Friends with uh, versus the Hybrid 2. Best this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, anytime Orange Cassidy's on my screen, I enjoy it. So. Me too. And it's still, it's a guilty pleasure, but I don't uh, even care. I fucking love right? it. It's amazing. Right. But uh, Best Friends pick up the win. I feel like their only ones have been on Dark. I can't think if they've won anything on Dynamite, actually. I don't think so, but at the same time... Um, Except when Trent beat Phoenix. Singles matches, yeah. Pentagon or whatever that was. But there, it seems like they are moving in the direction of getting some momentum behind mm-hmm. the best friends. Yeah. So, I thought about that. Right. Um, the next up, we had Swole. Big Swole, that is. Mm-hmm. Versus Christy James. Yeah, you don't want to confuse her with regular Swole, dude. Yeah, I know. Um, Big Swole picked up the win here, obviously. Yes. Um, I, I, I'm still on the fence with Big Swole. Like, I like her, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm an in-between. It's yeah. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I'm not impressed, and I right. still don't have a final outcome on her. Yeah, that's but, where I'm at. But, I, I mean, she does what she does. She's mm-hmm. good at, She's good in ring. Yeah. Her character just sometimes throws me off. Mm-hmm. I don't get it yet. Like, I need more. Yeah. I guess to see exactly. But, I don't know. Uh, and our main event of Dark was the Young Bucks versus QT Marshall and Peter Avalon. This was more fun than it had any business to be. Right. I still think 
and we were talking about this before we started recording, I still mm-hmm. wish they would use the dark matches to try and get guys over to build just maybe putting them on TV instead right. of just teaming two random guys up so the Young Bucks can be on dark. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, I did like the dynamic it created. Agreed, agreed. I feel like the two guys did a really fantastic job with it. Yeah, because with like QT being friends with them and Peter Avalon being the heel. And and it's something they're doing a better and better job with. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're they're even giving Sean Spears the storyline of looking for a tag team partner. I don't know why he's looking for a tag team partner and can't just be a singles guy, but whatever. Still. It's at least a story. Right. It's better than what they're doing with a lot of the women right now. Yeah. It's true. I remember Baker and Nyla, yeah. basically. Yeah. We'll get to it. Nyla's promo was pretty good this week. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. I didn't care about the aftermath of that spot. But right. We'll get there. So, um, well, Actually, yeah, start we'll off. Start, AW Dynamite. Yeah. We started off with the Tag Team Battle Royal for who will be the number one contenders that will take on uh, next week at Revolution. I'm glad that they actually, even though it didn't matter in the final outcome of the match, mm-hmm. did something with one of the team members getting eliminated and the yeah. other didn't. Because Evans got eliminated in like five seconds. Right. But then Angelico hung in there for, I mean, three quarters of the match or so. Oh, yeah. So they weren't eliminated. And it was neat because in WWE, the other guy would just had to get out of the ring and walk away. Right. Which is stupid. And I mean, look at Nick and Matt Jackson, too. Nick got eliminated pretty, mm-hmm. pretty early, too. Um, but yeah, this had the Young Bucks, SCU, Private Party, Jurassic Express, Hybrid 2, Best Friends, Butcher Blade, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, T-Hawk and Sema, and Santana and Ortiz. And um, before the match even started, the Dark Order in the crowd, right. and the spokesman gets on the microphone uh, and was like, hey, uh, convenient Christopher Daniels isn't here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah. in that seed of discord into SCU. Mm-hmm. And SCU was eliminated right during that. Yep. Super quick. Super fast. So, no, we won't have that rematch again. I assume they weren't going to win right off the bat. Yeah, I assume they they were just the tag champions. It's time for somebody else to do it. Yeah, but I liked liked them getting eliminated early Mm -hmm. because it shows the fans, like, oh, no, we're getting a new, at least a new matchup. Right. So, that was good. Um yeah, I there was a lot of good spots in this match considering it was, it was just too. a fucking battle royal. Right. It's chopping meat until it's your turn to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I did like, I like how they use, in the battle royals, they use the outside more. Mm-hmm. A outside lot of the ring than WWE ever does. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Because, yeah, you can go through the middle rope. You can go under the ropes. You can, you know, you can go outside. They did dive to the outside. You can't win outside. During the match. Right. And yeah, um, through the thing when Matt Jackson did the one dive yes. through the middle rope, yep, uh, that was dope. Because I like at, at first when I first watched it, he was—I mean—he was going so fast. I was like, "Oh shit! Did he go through the middle or over the top?" Yeah, like, he went through. yeah it was pretty dope. Then they had the cool spot with um, uh, Jungle Boy getting thrown out, but Luchasaurus mm-hmm. catching him on his shoulders. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Cassidy catching Trent. Yes. That was dope. That too. was cool too. Because like he didn't come down with him. You didn't know he was there. And then... He just pops up and catches Trent out of nowhere right. which was dope. Yeah. It was fantastic. You know what's going to be insane? So when they finally finally put Cassidy in a match and he goes. Right. Like the crowd is going to lose their shit. Yeah. They yeah. got this guy over and all he does is put his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And give a half ass thumbs up, and yeah. it's amazing. Do you see the picture with him and Hager? Yeah. Backstage this week? So good. That was fun. Um, yeah. 
the Young Bucks ended up winning, which, I mean, obviously that's what we expected because mm-hmm. where the storyline's going. Right. But they still made you question for a little bit. I yes. Mean, you know, it came down to Matt Jackson and Santana and Ortiz, and he eliminated both of them. And I think the Blade was the fourth guy left when it was the Final Four. Yeah. I think it was the Blade was left. Or maybe the Butcher was the last one. I can't remember. It was one of those guys were there at the end. Right. I think it was the Blade. But yeah, it actually looked like Proud and Powerful were going to win. But mm-hmm. they ended up giving it to the Young Bucks. Yep. So we're going to get the Young Bucks taking on oh, Kenny Omega. Of, or, well, winner, yeah. Winner of the match coming up soon. That's right, because they had an amazing fucking match, right. too. Uh, next up, we got... Well, Britt Baker was on commentary, which was fucking fantastic. She brought um, Tony a cup of coffee, which was amazing. And, man, they she went from having one of the shittiest promos I've ever heard to being someone uh, I look forward to the most being on microphone. like four weeks. She she just like she's like someone turned the confidence switch on Britt Baker and right. she just bam hit it. Yeah, it's what coming to Cleveland will do for you. Not really, but yeah, that's what it is. That's where it started. Yeah. Well, no, it started. Well, yeah, the, the good shitty one. one was on the boat. Right, then, yeah, the, the good, good one was. Maybe it was the boat that fucked with her. Maybe. Maybe she hadn't found her sea legs yet. Yeah, that could be. Um. Yeah, and we had, yeah, she was on commentary for Shanna versus Chris Statlander, which was all right. Um, it was a good match, yeah. yeah. Just kept my attention. Mm-hmm. Statlander looked yeah. good. Yeah. I'm excited to see more of her. I like her finisher. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... Yeah, the Big Bang Theory. Is what, it's is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, um... It's like an uh, updated take on Melina's finisher. Mm-hmm. Cross split kick thing. Yeah, it's like an yeah. updated of that. And she does it with the split at the end too for the pin, which I'm a real big fan of. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. always good times. Um, and yeah. well, I'm a big Shanna fan too. I like both right. of these ladies. I, I was too. glad to see them on my TV. Mm-hmm. I just wish there was some story of why they're wrestling or what's going on or right. What other than just being the number one contender is the only story they have, and you have. It's what it's like. I didn't know who Darby Allen was. I didn't know who Sammy Guevara was prior to Dynamite. They're both over in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I didn't really know super well or wasn't a big fan of. Actually, Evans and Angelico. I didn't really know them yeah. that well before AEW. Right. And I like both of them now. Yeah. Nobody in the women's division has really changed my mind outside of what they could do in the ring. And that's how they've got... Alan's gotten over with the story mm-hmm. of being the smaller guy, doing everything, and the badass moves, and then he got his throat crushed by Guevara and the crew with his own skateboard, and then he comes back, and it's fucking nuts. We'll get to it. Right. But, like, they right. built these guys up because of the stories they're letting them tell. Why don't do it with women? Let them get over, too. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, I don't know. This did... The next part did do a little bit better. Yes. Um, Nyla came out and cut a she promo. She cut a hell of a fucking with, promo. That yeah. was fantastic. She got it. had a good old school feel to it, right? which I really liked. Right. And she just had that like growl in her voice that just made her seem like mean and violent. And it was fantastic. She was on Jericho's podcast this week. Okay. And it was really, uh, it was really good, actually. They yeah. talked a lot about transgender, her mm-hmm. transgender journey, whatever. I don't know what okay. to call it, but yeah. Yeah. And hearing where she comes from on a lot of it was mm-hmm. it was interesting. I enjoyed it. Nice. I liked it. It was a fun yeah. whole thing. And the way she said hungry. Yeah. <laughs> that was that stuck out to me. Um but yeah, said so there was no one else to 
basically face her. She'll beat everyone. And then Chris Statlander just walks back out and boops the title, yep. which was fantastic. And Big Swole comes and then, out. Yeah, and Big Swole came out. Not um, regular Swole. No, Big Swole. Yes. Uh, and got in her face. But they they sent out security like super fucking quick too. Make so sure they didn't, didn't brawl. even brawl. No, I um I really hope the story that they're gonna tell here is knowledge crushes everybody for a long time. Yeah. Nobody can touch her. That's yeah. what that's what they need to do right mm-hmm. now. Let this heel run with it for a bit. Yeah. And have someone finally finally step up and beat her. I don't know who. Maybe they're not even there yet. So I'm trying to think of current roster who Yeah. I mean, if Riho does it, that would make sense. Yeah, I could. I don't want. She works her way back. I don't want it, but I'd be okay with it because she beat her originally to win the title. That was the championship match, so I'd be all right with that. But Mm -hmm. the rubber match. I feel like you could. Yeah, but that's that's what I was just gonna say. Is that's just a cliched rubber match in wrestling? That's a pretty big cliche. Yeah, you could do something way different with it and make somebody else over. Rio's already over with the AEW crowd. You could put somebody else over with this. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you're right. I don't know who. Because, like, I mean, Britt's a good choice, but not, I mean, this heel character versus heel not character. Not to be the one to take it. I mean, they can fight, well. but I think it should yeah. just be a one match. Nia right. beats her on a dynamite. Right. You know, even if it's the main event, still just on a dynamite. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Um, then next we had Jerk, or uh, Taz joining commentary for a John Moxley versus Jeff Cobb match. Yeah, it was cool. Unnecessary, but cool. Yeah. I'm always happy with Taz on. Mm-hmm. Um, this match, though. Right. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Jeff Cobb's fucking awesome. I love Jeff Cobb. Me too. Um, Still bummed that because of different reasons for both of us, we didn't get to go see him a I couple know. weeks ago at I the know. local promotion in Cleveland. But right. Yeah. But still, no, this was a lot of fun. Because um, we've never seen him live, have we? Uh-uh. Nope. Other than Japanese and, uh, you know, New Japan guys, he's mm-hmm. probably the biggest name we've never seen live that I can yeah. think of. Yeah. And we've seen some people that do wrestle in New Japan, like right. Zack Sabre Jr. Right. I've seen him all kinds of close-up. Mm-hmm. I've seen him a couple. Well, no, we just thought just Just the ones, yeah, that one yeah, progress, progress show in Orlando. Yeah. Um... Uh, John Moxley picks up the win Duh. with the cradle. Um, yeah, roll up out of nowhere. Surprise. Yep. Um, and that's when, obviously, the rest of the inner circle came down and beat the fuck out of Moxley. Yeah, they did. And Dustin Rhodes Dustin tried, tried to, to come to the rescue, mm-hmm. but Dustin apparently wasn't counting because it was still two on four. Right. And then, uh, yeah. but then fucking, this is what we were just talking about a little mm-hmm. bit ago. Yeah, Darby Allen's out. music hits. Well, the layout of lights went out, and then Allen's music hits, and mm-hmm. he comes up with a skateboard and re- comes to the rescue. Yep. Which is fucking fantastic. He is so over with this. That was that mm-hmm. injury angle was perfect to get him over with the crowd right. the rest of the way. He's there now. Yep. It's for sure. Yeah, if the they're if they're gonna start yeah. a mid card title or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, he should be the first guy to get it. Yeah. I would say so. Because he's like... For sure. He To me, he's like the Ricky Starks of AEW. Mm-hmm. Like, Ricky Starks is that future, you know he's going to be a world champion someday. Right. Guy on the NWA, and Darby Allen's the same. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Starks is a bit bigger than uh, than Darby Allen is, but by no means is he a big dude. I mean, no. he's probably not that much bigger than you or me. Maybe yeah. weight-wise over me, because I'm right. fucking 107 pounds and 6'3". <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Um, Still. But God, I just want more of Darby Allen on my mm-hmm. TV. Like, they've got this, they got him over in like four months. Yeah. Five now, it's February. Right. Fucking nuts. Fantastic. But that's, well, that's how you do professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You use the older stars to build up the bigger stars, or the new well, stars. And, and like, like, here's what, like, going into Christmas, mm-hmm. I was to the point that I was pretty much done with AEW on a weekly. I wasn't going to watch it live anymore yeah. because I'm, I'm like, there's too much I don't like about it. Like, yeah. there's just, and they fixed all of it except right. for story in the women's division. Mm-hmm. That's my only complaint left. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yep. We'll get there, but hopefully. I, I'm sure we will. I'm confident we will mm-hmm. get there. Because they've done everything else. They've listened to their fans on everything else. Yeah. Like, they're really doing... The only thing they haven't really delivered on, in my opinion, is all the Joshi wrestlers. Mm-hmm. We've got Hikaru Shida on a regular basis. Right. That's about it. I wanted yeah. to see more of that because you started to get me into their style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. At least we got Hikaru Shida. That's true. I'll take Hikaru Shida any day. You and me both, man. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship match: Lucha Bros versus Hangman Page I and Kenny this is Omega. Probably the best tag team match that AEW's had to date. Yeah, it's this by far fantastic. the best Lucha Brothers match. They I've tagged seen. at least twice in this match. Like yeah. they finally learned that tag teams involves tagging. Mm-hmm. There were still a lot of rules shouldn't right. like should have been uh, should have been like. Even at one point, they bring up the 10 count, but the ref never bothered to try and count it. And yeah. it's like, what if you're not, what's the point of having rules if you're not even enforcing Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but no, this was good. The finish was fantastic. Like, uh, I love their Hangman and Page, or Hangman and Page, Hangman and Omega's uh, Buckshot Lariat V Trigger fucking combo. I do that too. It is brutal, brutal looking. Mm-hmm. I also still really like this storyline. Like, they're doing a great job with it. The yeah. only thing missing here is where's that best bout machine, Kenny Omega? I want to see that guy back. Like, the story stuff he's doing is fun and I'm into it. Mm-hmm. He's fine in ring, but in 2018, he was the best wrestler in the world. Right. He's nowhere close in 2019. No. Granted, he took a lot of that year off because he was being an executive vice president and starting the company, but. Yeah, I think we'll get there. I do too. I think it's part of the storyline right now. Mm-hmm. I think it has been since he went on that loss streak at the beginning of AEW. Yeah, I do too. I, I'm with you on that. I think this is a big story, and that's something that's been missing from wrestling is giant story arcs like this. Mm-hmm. New Japan still does it really well. Yeah. I mean, look at Naito's. It's been like a seven-year storyline like or something that. like that. Mm-hmm. Part of which you got to watch Mexican wrestling to get. So. Yeah. But um, it's nice to see... As a fan of the story in wrestling, not just in the match, but the stories themselves that now that there's mm-hmm. more than one place that's doing it right. And this one's in English, so I can understand the nuances that I miss a lot of times. Yeah. Of the Jap- You miss the little nuances because I don't speak mm-hmm. Japanese. And right. unfortunately, not everything is translated yeah. yet for me. I wish I spoke Japanese. Right. That'd be dope. That'd have been an option in high school instead of Spanish or French. Mm-hmm. I probably would have stuck with it out of high school, too, because... Yeah. Japanese, I've always, their culture is so intriguing to me, and, like, a lot of my favorite things come from there. Video games, like, mm-hmm. Nintendo, Japanese company, they were the ones that got me into video games with Zeldas and Marios and all that good shit. Yeah. It's dope. Fuck yeah. Um, we're in Japan! So, yeah. 
But yeah, Hangman and Kenny Omega pick up the win. Yes, and they retain so the tag team titles. And it's going to be them taking on the Young, the young Bucks. Bucks. So I'm at Revolution, which should be amazing. So good. I'm stoked for that. I've been thinking about it, and I want, I want Paige and Hangman to win and retain the titles. I, I don't, but I don't, I don't want this to be the blow up yet. Yeah. I want it to go with for another pay-per-view cycle if they're mm-hmm. going to only do four or five pay-per-views a year, which seems like their model at this point. Mm-hmm. I want Hangman to cheat to win. I want Hangman to cheat to win, but Omega not see it. Right, right. And then maybe at the next pay-per-view, yeah. Omega sees it and they retain, but that's then what starts. Right. Fuck yeah. That'd be great. God damn, dude. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Give me that AEW. In our main event this week. Because you know, they listen to our right? podcast. They do. Uh, main event this week, Steel Cage match. Wardlow versus Cody. And yeah, this was better than I expected it to be. Because I didn't know really what to expect out of Wardlow. Me either. Or um, out of a cage match in AEW. Right. How are exactly. they going to do it? I'll tell you what I liked. Is after mm-hmm. this week, and I read an article about this somewhere too. And they said it better than me. So I'm going to borrow more of their wording of it. But... Mm-hmm. It shows TNT really is going to go all in with these guys, letting mm-hmm. them blood on TNT, letting yeah. Cody bleed on TNT. Just Cody. Um. It's always just Cody, though. <laughs> right. Well, I guess uh, Dustin. Dustin and, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. The wherever that was. Um, yeah. I don't remember which one that, that was double or nothing, or if that was. I think that was double or nothing. Yeah, I think that was double or nothing. But. No. Um, yeah, this was an amazing match. Yeah. It ends with Cody Rhodes doing a moonsault off the cage. Which is fucking nuts. It was great. He he climbed. He just gets mm-hmm. to the top. He immediately stands up and goes, yeah! And then there's back. He didn't even look. He no. just fucking backflipped. Right. And it looked went. like he clipped fucking Wardlow mm-hmm. hard on the shoulder when he came down, too. Yeah. Um, Maybe even the side of the head a little bit. Yeah. I I did read, um, which I think I had it for news rumors, but uh, apparently Cody like broke his toe one of his toes too when he, he landed didn't land on the, really on his side as opposed yeah, to when he landed that, center yeah, there. he broke a toe or something something um but these said he's cleared so right good that's all that matters all right nxt nephew nephew yeah we talked about this a little off air but i'll mm-hmm. say it again this was probably the best come after show and she's done in a long time, primarily because it was a real show. Yeah. And not just not like a, a clip show or a, with right. a couple matches. Right, with a couple like crap mm-hmm. squash matches. Usually they don't even have yeah. good matches for them. This was just a solid episode mm-hmm. of NXT. Yeah. Um not the best they've done, but yeah. not the worst either. We did start off with a cruiserweight championship match. Jordan Devlin and Leo Rush. Yeah, I was looking forward to this because yeah. I legit thought this was on the the show Sunday, the takeover. Right. Up until we did the Wants and Wills for the show, and I realized it wasn't. Yeah, I was really happy for this match. It was good. Uh, these two good. guys are fucking fantastic mm-hmm. at what they do in the ring. But as expected, Jordan Devlin picks up the win and retains here. Yeah, obviously. I mean, not surprising at all. No. You expected him to continue holding his belt for a while. Right. Especially when he's like more or less become Shawn Michaels' protege at this point is what I've been hearing mm-hmm. from Meltzer and Alvarez and shit is Sean's really high on this guy and he's like yeah. kind of taking him under his wing personally and which is dope I mean I like what Jordan Devlin's shown and what he can do so mm-hmm. yeah I've loved yeah him since he's a good guy in the ring right he's got 
Like, my only complaint about him is he's just a little too much like Finn Balor, and I wish he would do something a little bit more to differentiate himself mm. because we already have Finn Balor. Yeah. He's starting to, I think. I think this He's young still, be... too, so he's got plenty of time to keep working on his character mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. Um, backstage, we get a Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez uh, interview where... Basically, Raquel says she was feeling the same way that uh, Dakota was and being, you know, uh, underappreciated and not being used and all this stuff. So that's why she decided to help Tegan. Or yeah, Dakota. Dakota. I mean. The reasoning's solid. It makes sense. I don't know why they didn't do this like two months ago, but whatever. It's I don't really care. Um... I don't care either way about it, actually. Uh, you know what I did realize in this segment? Actually, this is funny that this is my takeaway. Dakota okay. Kai has a really nice smile. Oh, yeah, duh. Duh. Like, I've always realized she's a pretty girl, but she just her smile in particular just, mm-hmm. like, shines. Like, she's just got a really nice smile. Yeah. I liked it. But no, I mean, I'm intrigued. I am intrigued to see where this goes more from her angle, because... I've really liked... I've, I've become more interested in Dakota Kai since she did the hill turn at War Games. Um, and that fucking match with Tegan Knox was dope. So, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see more of both of mm-hmm. these ladies. Yeah, and we get a... The next week or the week after, we're going to get a steel cage match between... I think it's the week after. Yeah. I think it's two weeks, they said, mm-hmm. for this match. But yeah, that was... Uh, this was a lot of fun. No, we're, I was going to talk about the match. We talked about that last, or already because this is... The thing. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gonzalez needs a bit more development on the mic. I mean, it was oh, a yeah. solid promo, but not amazing. Right. So Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, Intrigued see, a little. Yeah. Austin Theory heads to the ring next. Uh, looks like we're going to get a match with him, but nope. Daddy's home. Yeah, this was cool enough. Um, I liked it because he just comes down to the ring, grabs the microphone, and Austin Theory starts to stand up to him. He's just like, not just tonight, man. Not tonight. Yeah. And then, you know, he starts cutting promo. Theory comes up again, and he just lays fucking him lays him down. Yep. And then he starts talking again. And then... Um, I guess it's because they did the, more or less the same thing twice in the same night. It took it took away from it a little bit. But we'll get to the other one. But yeah, they do the yeah. same thing again later on. Right. It's a little I like different. this one. Yeah. I but like then, both of them, but they should have spread them out a little yeah. bit more, I think. Um... But yeah, then Champa goes to leave and Austin Theory starts to go after him and he just fucking, I'd say 20 times back and forth. Probably. Uh, on the fucking guardrail. Just throwing him and throwing him. Yep. Jesus Christ. It was fun though. Yeah, it was. It. No, he just beat the fuck out of him. But I mean, that's what Austin Theory gets. I wonder who he was supposed right. to face. I don't know. I wish they would tell I mean, us probably what the nobody. match was supposed to be. I mean, technically, probably nobody. But... <laughs> You know, whatever. See, they should have those details. Mm-hmm. Um, Raul Mendoza took on, and uh, Joaquin Wilde took on the Grizzled Young Bets next. I missed most of this match, mm. but I caught yeah. the end of it in time for the Grizzled Young Vets to pick up the win here. Not surprising. Yeah, they picked up the and win. Then and then Gibson put a, cut a pretty solid promo mm-hmm. after, too. Like, I was really impressed with that. His promo skills have come a long way over the last five or six months yeah. or so. And I'm and uh, in the promo, pretty much says, yeah, they're done in the UK. They're full time NXT, which is good because they're gonna need some tag right teams. Oh yeah, with for sure. 
Undisputed Era losing and things like that. Yep. And, I mean, they lost the Street Profits recently. They lost the Viking Raiders. I couldn't even tell you much of what other tag teams they have still. The Forgotten Sons. I was going to say, the forget forgot- about them a lot. Right. I was going to say, the Forgotten Sons, now the Grizzled Young Vets, Riddle and Dunn. <sighs> Undisputed Era. Well, yeah. Hanky and Panky. Yep. Pinky and the brain. Pinky and the brain. One's a genius and the other's insane. To overtake NXT, they'll beat everyone they see. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. There you go, man. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) That was dope. That was. Um, And then... And then... And then... uh, We get a Bruiserweight promo, which was fucking hilarious. Um, Dude, where's our golf cart? Right? Yeah. You're going to <laughs> And then apparently Cup, uh, was it Cuppy wasn't there because he failed the wellness policy. Partied yes. a little too hard after winning the championships. Yep. So, But it's only 30 days. It was his first, first offense. That was funny. Mm-hmm. And we got asked the age-old question. How many McGriddles would Matt Riddle griddle if Matt Riddle could griddle McGriddles? Yep. Seven. That's awesome because last week we were talking about Bobby Fish frying fish and uh-huh. this week we're talking about Matt Griddle gr- Matt Riddle mm-hmm. grilling McGriddles. Right. That's difficult. Right. Bobby Fish is easier to say. How many fish would Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Right. Uh, how much fun would Pete Dunn <laughs> with some, I don't know. How many puns would Pete Dunn pun if Pete Dunn could pun puns? There we go. That's good. <laughs> uh, then they took on uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan after it was this, which was fucking dope fantastic. to see. It's dope to see these two back. I know. I was I'm so excited happy. about this. Yeah, I love me some Oni. So fuck yeah, fucking throw them up, man. Throw yep. them up. Absolutely. Um, Only rules. Of course. But, and then, I mean, obviously, Dunn and Riddle. Pick up won, the victory. But I mean, they're the new tag champions. Plus, like, Oni Lorcan yeah. and Danny Burch never win. So right. there's that, too. That's true. <laughs> Unless um, they're facing nobodies. Yeah. And then we had... Let's see. Roddy getting psyched up for his match. Um... Right after that, saying that he needs to do it for himself and for his family, and he's going to be yeah. dream and yeah. And then um, Forgotten Sons said that uh, they're going to beat the shit out of the Grizzly Young Vets, so that'll be fun. Then Keith Lee comes out. They make fun of themselves in that promo too. Yeah. Bring a spiker, dude. Right. Uh, Keith Lee came out next. Yeah. And um, starts to do a promo. And and then we get interrupted out of nowhere by who else but Dominic Dijakovic. And I thought maybe this was just going to come out. He was going to come out and shake his hand and right. say, you know. No, that wasn't it yet. You, oh. That wasn't it yet. Oh, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, Keith Lee was cutting his promo. And then Kona Reeves Oh, that's comes right. Out. That's right. I forgot about this because it was so quick. Right. And then, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll take you on. And bell rings. Fucking. Keith Lee just squashes um, him, basically. Yeah, squashes I him. I forgot about Kona Reeves. Six right. seconds. And then, yeah. 
Then Dajakovic comes then out. Then Dajakovic. This is just going to be like a congratulations kind of show of respect, good show of sportsmanship between these two guys who beat the fuck out of each other. And basically, instead, Dajakovic rechallenges him again. Mm-hmm. And Keith Lee was like, Well, I thought I was done with you and moving on, but if you can talk Regal into it, I'm down. Yeah. And walks away. Yep. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. I like that. Fine, because I mean, you know, I thought at takeover that I'd be done as long and not care. I'm I'm cool <laughs> with this happening one more time as long as it happens on a regular episode of NXT yeah. and not at the next takeover. Right. Yeah. Keith Lee needs to move on to bigger and better mm-hmm. things at the next takeover. Yeah, for sure. Like Roman. Maybe not bigger physically because Dodge Kovic's a pretty big motherfucker. Right. Plus, like these guys are so good together. Let them. Let's let them help some other guys come up and mm-hmm. get over. Like, yeah. god damn, these guys are fucking. But no, I'm. I'm. You know what? Let them fight again. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Every time I've been like, I don't want this match, and then it happens, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad they did this again. Right. So fuck it, give me another one. That's how I. Yeah, that's how. Fuck I it, give me one more. I'm with Watch you. now because we want it. It's gonna suck. <laughs> Dijakovic's just going to squash Lee in six seconds. Oh my god, I would be so pissed. I mean, if that means he goes up and faces Roman at Mania, that's the only way I'm okay with that. I don't think he needs to go up to face Roman at Mania personally. He can just go face him at Mania and stay on NXT. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, he still has to go to SmackDown to challenge him. Well, fair enough, then. I don't know. Um, I'm cool with it. So, yeah. Uh... This is the stuff I don't give a shit about. The whole Matt Stone, no, Robert Stone brand and Chelsea Green come down and saying she's the face of the women's division and then she's going to take on Caden Carter. Yeah, this was supposed to be a reboot. Yeah. Nothing changed. No. So I don't fucking know. But Chelsea Green ends up picking up the win. It's uh, not surprising, but during because, the match... Yeah, during the match, Belair... Monica Belair just comes down and grabs the microphone and gets in the ring. She's like, no, I'll let you finish in a minute. Hang on. Right. See, and, and I was like... Because I know what you're talking about. The, the, they did this twice. The they did pretty much the same thing with Chompa coming down. Except this happened during the match right. instead of before the second guy came out. Yeah. But yeah. it was kind of the same, but... Mm-hmm. Again, if they would have just did them over two different weeks, it would have been fine. Right. But yeah, basically, she's like, I already told you you don't go here. Yeah. And so, then she challenges Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope... I do. I really hope... I, I mean, I feel like because of what they happened that night or Wednesday that it is going to be a triple threat. That seems like where they're building to. I agree. I hope so. Yeah. Because, like, Bianca... This, I want to see the one-on-one match between Charlotte and Rhea... But I want Bianca deserves it. it to be there too. I want the triple threat, and yeah. I want the one on one. Well, yeah, that's but I want the one. Whoa! I want both one on ones. The fuck! Was I that? don't know. That was okay. Might have been your neighbor with his construction shit. Whatever he's doing. Cut yeah. his arm off or something. I don't know. That didn't sound like an arm getting cut off. I know, but scared the shit out of me. Me too. <laughs> Jesus. I we might have to edit there for a second. Yeah. Goddamn. Okay. Uh, right, and then our main event, uh, fucking Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream, and I'm gonna say it every week, but goddamn, I'm so happy Velveteen Dream is back on my television. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And like, I, so I was, I was pissed off when he came down. I'm like, what the fuck that is he wearing? That fucking jumper thing he was wearing? Yeah, oh I was my like, God, it looked like a little kid's pajamas or something. Yeah, like I was like, this is stupid. Pajamas. Why is he doing this? It was, he, looked like, it looked like if you tried to dress up a baby in pajamas pretending to be like Elvis. Yes. Like, That's a good call. Without yes. sleeves. Right. Um, it was weird as shit. It was weird, but... And it was powder blue with, right. like, white stars on it. There were, like, clouds is what I Okay, took yeah, it that as. makes more sense. Um, yeah, it was like a cloudy sky. Yeah, is what it looked like. And I was pissed, because I was like, that's stupid. But and, it made, but it, made it, it worth because it. Because at one point, towards the end of the match, he mm-hmm. pulls them off to show underneath that he's got new tights right. with Roddy's wife's picture both over his crotch and over his ass. Mm-hmm. Which was excellent because you just see the crotch first on TV. Yeah. But the crowd there on the hard cam side is seeing the ass, so they're cheering too. And I'm at first I was a little confused, like how did they see that? Mm-hmm. And then Dream goes to the top rope and you see his butt, mm-hmm. and there it is again. And you're both like, sides. oh, it's on both sides. He Fantastic. popped everybody at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. So good. Yeah, it was really well done. Um, yeah, and Dream picked up the win. Then Fucking the rest great. of Undisputed show up and beat mm-hmm. the fuck out of Dream. Yeah, they did. But still. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just glad Dream's back on my TV. Me and too. He's getting... Me too. Yeah. So. Good times. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. But yeah, so decent decent episode of SmackDown. Not mm-hmm. the best, not the worst, but pretty good for being after TakeOver. So, that's great. All right. SmackDown. NXT, but yeah. Huh? You said a good episode of SmackDown. You meant NXT. Oh, yes. yeah. An I episode agree. of NXT. No, it was, it was one of the... My bad. It was probably the best they've had after a pay-per-view. Yeah. Because usually, like, sometimes you get one big match after the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. but usually it's they just recaps and shit. Hours, yeah. No, this was, this was, still though, not as good as Dynamite overall. Right. Dynamite's just knocking it out of the park right now. NXT doesn't have enough story stuff to match it. I agree. They're more good, just match. They have, like, the, basically it's the main card story, or the main title story. And then really and good then, matches. Right. A lot of really good matches, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, they're Keith Lee and Dijakovic are kind of a story, but not really. Right. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, SmackDown, sister, sister. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really yeah. anything about SmackDown this week, but yeah. it seems like it was a decent episode, at least, mm-hmm. from what I've heard has went down on it, so... Yeah, how'd we, how'd we start, BJ? I don't know. Know. The Usos came down, and we're talking... About Morrison and Miz, and then Biggie and Kofi came down, and then there was an eight-man tag with New Day and the Usos versus Miz, Morrison, Ziggler, and Rude. Right. Uh, Rude loses. So surprise, yeah. glorious. Um, so this was interesting. So like, was it last week? They did the Heath Slater thing with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. So they did something similar again this week with the Gulak. And um, Gulak wants to help uh, Daniel Bryan to recover from the Fiend and stuff. And he's already made a PowerPoint presentation for it. Nice. Uh, so it was pretty good. And um, then Slater shows back up. And I think we're getting... We got Daniel Bryan versus he's Slater again later. So I wish uh, Gulak would start like a Patreon where you could get access to his PowerPoint presentation. Oh, I would for, like, so five bucks a month. I was so, so subscribed. You'd be both, man. That'd be worth five bucks a month. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so. Buttons. Yeah. Um, Sonia and Mandy, uh, 
we're standing backstage and Tucker comes in and um, starts talking to Mandy and saying he was upset that she heard Otis and that uh, why did he, she have to invite G. Ziegler there and she says Ziegler Ziegler <laughs> D. Ziegler D. Ziegler D. Ziegler um yes why he anyway yeah why he was there and she's like he just showed up and um i thought otis wasn't gonna show up because he was late and she's like well you sent him that text that said you were running late right and she's like what text i don't know what text um yeah the mystery intensifies i still bet it's sonya yeah it's just where i wanted to go right so yeah because then you said Sonya said something like, uh, Dolph Ziggler's more of a Mandy kind of girl or yeah. guy anyways or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So they're kind of teasing that Sonya, which is mm-hmm. what I hope it is. Yeah. Pretty good. Yes. So, um, we had a match, bet- Symphony of Destruction match mm-hmm. between Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, versus Braun Strowman and Elias. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't watch it either, but I saw some clips from this and this was a lot of fun. It was just basically a uh, weapons match with all the weapons being instruments. There was like a tuba and a Fair keyboard enough. and um, a piano. And the finish came when Braun <laughs> tried to slam Shinsuke through the piano and they didn't, didn't break. Yeah. The top broke, but the whole piano didn't break. And I think that's what it's supposed to be. But yeah. It was fun. Um, We had a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss and the Bella Twins, because the Bella Twins are going into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, and they're pregnant. And they're pregnant. so At the same time. Uh Different dudes, though. Right. Or so they tell us. It's true. Dean O'Brien's really just a stud. Um, (laughs) And he faced Heath Slater next, Mm Dean O'Brien did. Yes. And he beat Heath Slater next. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, Not really. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we got another backstage promo with, or clip with uh, Mandy. Okay. Waiting. She's standing there just waiting, and then Ziggler comes up. Hey, what are you waiting for? So I'm just waiting for my car. He's like, Well, I can give you a ride. And then she goes off with Ziggler, and uh, then Otis walks out behind from behind something and all sad. So it was weird. Of course, Otis was right there. Mm hmm. Um, so convenient the way these things happen yeah and then there was some Seamus a Seamus promo and then an Apollo Crews promo and then really an Apollo Crews promo kinda he was oh. talking to Shorty Gurji backstage fair enough and can be on TV again yeah um then we had Naomi versus Carmella in a number one contenders match and Naomi wins yeah, I was going to say it for news and rumors. The word on the street is fucking Brodus Clay and, uh, the, what the fuck's her name? Carmel? The Funkadactyls oh, are going to come yeah. back together because of Naomi winning the championship from Bailey at Mania. Oh, God, that would be horrible. Even though I guess Brodus Clay's in some kind of trouble for yeah. sexual harassment or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a horrible person. I think we talked about that already. He works for Fox News. Fox News. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He wasn't a very good wrestler either from what I saw of him. Yeah, the fucking no. Dactyls might be getting back together at Mania. I don't care. Um, don't care. 
You should. It's the Funkadactyls. I hated them then. I hate them now. It's the Funkadactyls. Um, but yeah, Naomi wins. Good. Uh, and then main event was... Main event. Goldberg. Um, Fiend segment. Which actually wasn't too bad. Uh, the Fiends, or he cuts a promo and says he's not afraid of the Fiend. Goldberg does. Of course he's not. And then Bray Wyatt shows up, and then obviously the lights flicker and turn out. And uh, Goldberg just turns right around, picks up the mic, or has the microphone. He's like, and let me guess, the Fiend's right behind me. Turns around and fucking spears the Fiend right away. And Fiend sold it a little bit, and then lights out again, and he's gone. Fair so, enough. We'll see. Yeah. So, that's all right. Now, SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yep. Number 88. Mm-hmm. Air Terrible. Yeah. Or the terrible for you English-speaking right. folks out there. Yeah. And I think I go first, because mine was like 2013. Yeah, mine was 2019, so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, we both got in the decade this time. Right. Woo! Um, Good yeah. Luck. Mine was versus La Sombra, Ooh. or Andrade Cien Almas for all you NXT fans, or Andrade for all you Raw fans out there. Um, He's just drawed now. Just drawn. Mm-hmm. Just and. Murph and drawed. <laughs> too much like draws. Raw, raw Murph um, and champs. Yeah. And this was a two out of three falls match. I'm pretty sure it was from CMLL down in Mexico. That's where mine was from. Um, and this was masked La Sombra, obviously. I mean, well, La Sombra was always masked, but, yes. you know, this was the masked Andrade. Um, and he also had, like, he was all covered up. Uh, long pants, long shirt, mask, like, you couldn't see shit. Fair enough. But, because um, they did a thing later. But, yeah, the first two falls, so yeah, two out of three falls match. The first two were shit. Okay. Like, they were 45 seconds each. Like, oh, wow. not long. Um, what's the fucking Kind of stupid. They were yeah, just high, the it's point? like high spot, high spot, high spot. Uh, quick pin. Quick pin. And then flipped it, and that was for La Sombra first. And then they flipped it, and El Terrible Blade did the same the thing. Same. Hot shot, hot shot, hot shot, quick bin. What's um, the point? Why bother? Right? And then they just then, have a regular match. Yeah. And then they had a 10 minute match after that. So, whatever. Um, it was okay. I mean, he actually ended up picking up the win, El Terrible. Um, you know, Andrade was a lot smaller here, too. Okay. Like, a lot smaller. Um, he took his, he finally took his long sleeve shirt off at one point in the match. And, I mean, he was ripped, but he was. Like, like ricochet-sized, okay. I would say. Okay. Instead of... I was picturing like, a little bit smaller than that, so... Yeah, not that small, right. but like, like ricochet-sized. Fair enough. Um, so he's definitely put on, but, I mean, yeah, and that's... My biggest complaint for the whole match was, yeah, there was no story. Like, for two out of three falls match should have a story. Right. Especially. Right. Um, and it was just... And there was high none spot, of that. High spot, high spot, yeah. And I get this, like... Lasombra, this was seven years ago. He's definitely evolved since then because we can see what he can do now. Right. Um, but, you know, and obviously I don't know what El Terrible. I mean, I think I saw him one in like one New Japan match not too long okay. ago. But, Fair enough. Um, but yeah. So my opinion is Andrade is better. Lost him, you know, so he's going to definitely fall behind them. Right. Um, maybe not all the way to the back because uh, some of his, like, the high spots were really fun. There was, again, there was just no story. So he's definitely going to be a bit of like Abyss and Eric Young mm-hmm. and um, there's someone else in that category. But, uh, you know, he's going to be there. Batista. Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan, yeah. yeah. He'll probably be above those guys. Right. But, um, 
not much for right. them. So. Fair enough. I watched uh, from also from CMLL some kind of tournament. I guess this was a semifinal match between Air Terrible and mm-hmm. Dragon Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. This was high spot, high spot, high spot, high spot, high spot, high spot, right. high spot, high spot, high spot. Tobe, Tobe, high spot, high spot, Tobe, pin. Uh, and the shitty thing about that is Eric Terrible won after all this shit with a surprise roll up out of nowhere. The most devastating move in all of professional and wrestling. Um, yeah, I, same thing. Like, what he did was good. The moves were excellent. There was absolutely no story in this match. It was just, like I said, high spot, high spot, tobe, high spot, tobe, high spot, high spot, tobe, tobe, high spot. So there's too many fucking topes in wrestling. Yeah. It's so fucking overdone that I don't even give a shit anymore, so... But yeah, uh, ranking-wise, same. Yeah. His in-ring stuff, the moves he did is good enough to put him above guys like Eric Young and Abyss and so on. Right. But guys, you know, Andrade, Pete Dunne, uh, right. Mark Briscoe, all better. Yeah. Scroll. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to be, I guess that puts him right about mid-pack for right now, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. So not too shabby. Mm, not too shabby at all. All right. I guess that takes us on to news and rumors. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot this week, okay. uh, as I was really fucking busy. Um, but yeah, you actually had more details on this than what I had, because uh, you were telling me about some of it earlier, so we'll start it and you can jump in. Uh, there have been talks between WWE and ESPN recently, and most of the rumors mm-hmm. have been that these talks are over ESPN getting the stream streaming services to the big four, if not all, of the WWE pay-per-views. Um, yeah. I mean, there's different rumors of, like, the way it's going to go, but, you know, they could just be getting the pay-per-views. The network could just fold and give them, so, like, you could subscribe to ESPN Plus. And get all and, of this back catalog right, of WWE shit. Right, and then you the pay extra for, for the pay-per-views. Right. Um, so, we'll see. Um, if I mean, if that happens, it's close to the death of the network, which sucks, but, because it was nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll... They, this, I, we said it I'll all there and yeah. say it now. They fucked up when they put the big four on there. Mm-hmm. Even we were like, seriously, they're going to give us WrestleMania for $10 a month? Right. This is fucking dope. And no that's sense. their downfall because they mm-hmm. lost so much money off of that. Yeah, I still would have paid $50 for WrestleMania and Royal Rumble and SummerSlam. Now I would just drive us to the Fox and Hound. Well, I don't drink so I could separately drive us back. And you could have a few drinks. Right. right. I know. You're like, I don't want drinks either. Right. I'll do a Coke. Those my endless nachos. Um, The observers reported that far less talent than in past shows are actually going to Saudi Arabia this week. Uh, Then also we're about uh, coming out from the Saudi. Dealing with the Saudi is that everybody in WWE will leave together at the same time, or nobody leaves basically, Um, because there were so many upset wrestlers that they, the talent, got stuck in Saudi Arabia. Why all the fucking overhead guys that aren't out there killing themselves in the ring day after day for your company uh, got to go home early and get home and left the wrestler stranded there. So that's not going to happen. Um, Observer Newsletter also reported this week that uh, here within the next few months they're expecting an announcement of a WWE Performance Center being set up in Japan. Yeah, I saw that. I don't. Um, we've been. I mean, that's been rumored for a while two, now. Since UK's yeah, since the UK title. 
That yeah. was the rumor, the next expansion. Anyway. It was going to be Japan, which makes yeah, sense. I it mean, does. it's either there or Mexico or the next two big markets are right. untouched with you having... I mean, in the rest of Europe, too, I guess, because you're really mm-hmm. only in, staying in the UK for the yeah. most part. They're not traveling to the rest of Europe with that show, right. mostly, so... Um, apparently, New Japan is going to be holding a big show in London sometime this year from Meltzer as well. So that's an interesting to think about. They're already doing New Japan. Oh, They're already doing stuff here in the Americas. Now for them to get over into London as well could be huge. Yeah. Uh, He also reported that they're actually still trying to find and working on currently in discussions on a TV deal in the United States after uh, Mm. getting kicked off of... uh, Axis or yeah. whatever it was after yeah Axis after because they didn't want to work with Impact right yeah whatever because they own Impact so yeah. they right. can do that kind of shit mm-hmm. so yeah um what else do I got here that might be it oh um we got an up and close view and you guys buds can go find this out on the YouTube's of the series one and two action figures from the AEW Unrivaled line. Yeah. And goddamn, do they look good. Did you see these things, I did. dude? They look I did. fantastic. Did. The level of detail is insane. Uh, and then there was some clips and reactions of the wrestlers mm-hmm. seeing their figures. For, I thought I yeah. thought Omega was going to cry. Right. And then Cody Rhodes was like, oh, the internet's going to go crazy for the sledgehammer. And, like, yeah, it was, was fucking hilarious. dope. Actually, it was funny because mm-hmm. he's just like, where's mine? Like, he assumes he's automatically getting one because they were showing Brandy hers first when mm-hmm. Cody walked up. But the Brandy one looked really good. Omega looked really good. Um, the MJF one looks yeah. really well done. Both the Young Bucks are really good. Mm-hmm. I like the, like, multiple, 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 like, flexing points and yes. stuff like they're they yes. got like, they're insanely articulate yeah. and it looks like you can pose them way more than the shit we had as kids too. yeah yeah <laughs> some some of them didn't even bend at the knees or anything like their mm-hmm. arms bent at their uh shoulders yeah and their legs would twist at their hips right and that's like that's, that's it. it some of them not even that much some no. of them were plastic molds some... that might have had a spring that would jump like mm-hmm. my macho mans were like that yeah I mean I have like the, I mean look at the old school what is it the LJN ones that were just a big fucking hunk of rubber yeah like the old school yeah but I remember those too yeah like... the uh, Hangman Adam Page one was one of my favorites mm-hmm. it was fucking fantastic yeah um That's actually all I've got this week. Right. What do you got for us, PJ? I got a decent amount. Um, apparently, Sasha Banks is going to be involved in the second season of The Mandalorian. Okay, I did see the that. The Star Wars yeah, thing. I did see that. Uh, yeah, so... I just forgot to save it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tito Ortiz is going to be training at the uh, Performance Center. I did not see this. And might be wrestling, so that should be... That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I don't know the name of it, but the the arena in Cincinnati okay. is refusing to do business with AEW because oh. of their relationship with WWE. And I guess Moxley's not happy because he's been pushing to go to Cincinnati because it's his hometown. Right. And yeah, they don't want to host any AEW events there. Wow. So, yeah. It's not the first place that's done it, so whatever. Um, Shelton Benjamin has signed a new multi-year deal with WWE, apparently. 
I didn't see this either. Yeah. I heard uh I heard that they were in talks, but I didn't know he had signed another deal. Mm-hmm. They just don't want it. they're afraid AEW's gonna scoop him up. That's the yeah. only reason they're keeping him on payroll. They don't use him. They used him. He's one guy I would like to see used a lot more like than he is. Because right. I don't know much about him and I feel like I'd really like Shelton Benjamin if I actually just saw him mm-hmm. on my TV wrestling and cutting promos and shit. He was on um Lillian Garcia, okay. and um, I really enjoyed listening to what he had to say and, and talking about how he's being used right now in the WWE. It was different than most Lillian Garcias, so right. it wasn't her just trying to get him to tell her sob story like I feel a lot of them are. Nice. Um, so they they announced before Double or Nothing is going to be coming back to Vegas mm-hmm. in May. Yeah. Uh, and then they are also also announced that they're going to stay there, and that Wednesday the Dynamite is going to be also yeah, in I, Vegas. Yeah, I did see so. that, and that's going to be curious because there's also no StarCast this year or anything else. Right. And I feel like keeping fans that you're going to draw in from out of town that long from Saturday or Sunday, whatever mm-hmm. day the show is going to be, up through Wednesday to stick around for Dynamite doesn't right. seem like it's going to happen. I wouldn't so. be surprised if they announced a StarCast, though, that runs, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I, I mean, I know and I know it could just be kayfabe, but Conrad is on record that he's not going to be in Vegas this year. Oh. He was talking about it with Tony, that he yeah. can't, for whatever reason, he's got stuff to do. Or somebody else can throw it on. Um, while we're talking about dates mm-hmm. in April, I did forget one other thing I had. Mm-hmm. NWA finally announced the date of the Crockett Cup. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen on April 19th. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucks, because that's a Sunday, and right. I was really I hoping that they were going to stick with Saturday pay-per-views. Them and AEW both. Well, they, but, they've been all over the place. Yeah. Because the first one was Saturday. Right. The last one was Friday. Right. <laughs> no, this one's Sunday. And maybe it's just whatever's available whenever. I don't know. But it is going to be in a different studio. It's still going to be in Atlanta. Yeah. But it's going to be in a bigger, uh, bigger venue this time. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that it holds like 7,500 or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. So it's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting. I hope they sell it out. They probably will. Yeah. They'll probably sell it quick. Um, AEW has a new podcast called AEW Unrestricted. I tried to find it and couldn't. Okay. It wasn't available yet on podcast app. Yeah. And, uh, Tony Schiavone and Aubrey Edwards are the ones hosting it. Yes. And then, um, I forget who was the first guest. Uh, oh yeah, Moxley was the first guest. John Moxley was the first guest. Yep, so. I just subscribed to it. Because it's available now. I also found it the day it came out, and I assume the episode just hadn't released yet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I'm going to check it out, and uh, I guess I'll let you buzz know if it's any good. Um, Jeff Cobb was offered an AEW contract that would allow him to still work in New Japan. I saw that. like Moxley and Jericho. Yeah, I saw that. That would be pretty cool. I'm down for it. Um, Speaking of New Japan, they have a new young lion. Oh. Uh, his name is Joe Bailey. Okay. And he is the son of William Regal. Nice. So, and he's going to be a new young lion. That's cool. Um, I think in this day and age, if I had the option of how I would want to come up as a wrestler, I'd rather go through New Japan system than the American NXT system. I, I like discipline. Um... <laughs> That's I why I would not. want to do it is because it would force the discipline on me, uh, and that's why I would want it. I don't know. I write discipline. 
Um, Jim Johnston has created his first uh, non-WWE or post-WWE uh, entrance music for PCO. Yep. It's called Shocker. Um, I listened to it. It was pretty dope. It's really oh, good. Of course it is. It's like a... There's like a... Sounds like an electric shock at the beginning of okay. it. Which is pretty cool. So I might have to check that out. Yeah. Um, oh, Evil Uno uh, announced, and I mean, I'm just going to read it verbatim. So, but he said, I stay away from gossip as much as I can. But for my family, I feel it is important to address recent rumors that are hurting the people I love. I am not Brad Shepard. <laughs> so, just so you know, Evil Uno is not Brad Shepard. Speaking of. He's a dick. Speaking of, at mm-hmm. one point during the Battle Royal, uh, shit broke down in the crowd, and sitting there overwatching the Dark Order was none mm-hmm. other than fucking Raven, which has led the internet to blow up with speculation that, that Raven is the exalted one. He's just sitting there watching yeah. them, just sitting there. Didn't Everybody else cleared out, and he's yeah. just sitting there like... Huh. And then I there was even a post of that, AW posted on Twitter, that clip of him just sitting there watching it. Yeah. With the same, the exalted one is always watching. Right. And huh. so the internet blew up that maybe yeah. Raven is actually the exalted one. That would be dope. And he's been kayfabing us all. That'd be dope. I'd be down for it. I'd love to see some Raven on yeah. my TV. He's for a guy that like never wants to talk about wrestling. He's such a fucking genius when it comes to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was fucking Johnny Polo. What right? the fuck? Johnny Polo is the best. Fuck yeah. I mean, Raven was the best. Mm-hmm. What about me? What about Raven? Uh, yeah. I still listen to his podcast every fucking week. Nice. It's got him and Rich Bacchini and Joe Feeney. Nice. Like the three guys that do it now. Since Bubs be like. Right. Alright. I got like three more. Okay. Uh, Sami Zayn apparently is the reason he's been a manager lately and wrestling less is because his shoulder's still acting up and having problems with it. So I did hear that, yeah. There was a I saw I guess I saw a video that had that WrestleMania, maybe I don't remember, but um, and then Kane Vasquez uh, is back training at the Performance Center, also. Okay, I didn't so, hear that either. Yeah, fair enough. We got all the guys, and then Vlasquez versus Ortiz. Yep, there we go. Uh, last thing I got is uh, on the network, WWE Storytime is going to be coming back. Oh, nice. Um, I like that, and one. Jerry Lawler is going to take over the voice. Uh, overs from Mean Gene. Okay. So, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. I'll be fine with Waller doing that. Yeah. That's a good use of Waller. I liked, I liked, well, I love Mean Gene. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it. All right. All right. Number eight. Actually, no. We've no. got Saudi Mania oh, yeah. wants and wills. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's, yeah, um, this will be I got quick. this somewhere. I, I'll just, I'm just going to get all of my wants out of the way right now. Right. The okay. theme, don't give a fuck about any other match on this card. Well, I don't want anybody to win over anybody else. There is one match I want, but right. I don't care who wins. So, uh, Steel cage match, Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah, I want Will this over to be with. Like, yeah. I'm just... Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. I want this storyline to be done. Jesus it should have been done at, at fucking... When right. he speared him on the dugout. Because that was cool. Yeah, yeah. That should have been the end. But, I mean, Sonny Mania, right. man. Yeah. Money, 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 money. You could have done way better. But, um, Tag Team Championship for Raw. Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. I want, I do want the Street Profits, I but it's going to be yeah. Raw and Murphy. Yeah. 
I agree. Uh, oh, apparently there's a Turkai Trophy Gauntlet match. Sweet. That's going to be AJ Styles, R-Truth, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, and Andrade. Is this, 30 this is the returning already? Andrade. Yes, it is. This is his return as a Saudi mania. Yeah. He's not winning. No. Uh, probably AJ. I hope AJ or Rusev. I doubt Rusev because yeah, it seems I think, like they're more interested I think in AJ, him. but I want Rusev. Okay. That's what I want. Gotcha. SmackDown Women's Championship, which is still pretty cool. Naomi and Bailey. This is going to be Bailey. Yeah. I think these two are going to rematch at Mania. Me but, too. Yeah, I think it's going to be Bailey. Yep. I agree. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Morrison and The Miz versus The New Day. New Day? I kind of want Morrison in the Miz. I would like to see them win, but it's not going to change the I think it's going to be the Moon Day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saudi Mania. I should right. specify which one. Sorry. And then, yeah, Universal Championship, Goldberg versus I want Fiend. Goldberg, but it's going to be the Fiend. Yeah. I, I both want and will the Fiend because, yeah. yeah, fuck. It'd be stupid for it to be Goldberg. Right. And now number 87. And then. Oh, there's another match. Yeah, the WWE Championship match. Oh, Brock yeah. Lesnar and Ricochet. Oh, yeah. Brock Lesnar, duh. Duh. Yeah. Number 87. Yep. Jay Uso. Jay Uso. I watched Jay Uso take on Stardust. Nice. I just right now realized that I'm supposed to talk about Jay Uso. Yeah. Um, Stardust was so fucking good and over in this match mm-hmm. that I didn't pay any attention. It's from 11 4 14 episode of Main Event. Okay. Um, I don't know what the overarching storyline was, except that in WWE and with these guys specifically, except that Rusev was a dominant U.S. champion at this point. They didn't mm-hmm. think anybody was going to beat him, so I'm assuming he was still undefeated U.S. champion, but I don't remember how long he was undefeated for, so. Yeah. <sighs> God damn it. Rusev should be so over. I know. Uh, this he was, over, uh, this was John Cena, Jey Uso. Okay. Like, orange, bright orange neon yeah. shirt with bright green pants and, mm-hmm. or shorts and face paint. So it was before they turned heel. Um, dancing chants. Who's I don't know what on the chant, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, oh, excuse me. Uso won, super kick into a roll up. I don't know why he had okay. to roll him up and cradle him after that, but yeah. whatever. Um, honestly, Uso was the least impressive of everybody, but it wasn't mm-hmm. a very long match. And even though he won, like the match was all stardust until he hit him with the super kick and rolled him up. So. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I think it was building towards a tag team match between these mm-hmm. guys for the tag titles. Okay. It's what I'm yeah. thinking it was leading to. And that's why, like, Uso just got the quick win because they're the champions. So, of course, they're going to pick up. Although, I guess right. in 2014 booking, they would have lost because of that. Mm-hmm. And then one that, well, whoever was going to, I don't fucking know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I was not impressed. Um, I mean, Uso's still better than. Eric Young and Abyss and a handful of other guys on this list. So he's not going to go all the way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, El Terrible was better from an in-ring perspective, I think. Okay. I, I think he's better. But Uso's also a tag team guy, so right. I don't feel like it's fair to put them on this list just like the, the last top 100 we did. Right. But you're freeing the Budkas, by the way. For sure. Um, Shit ton of them. Yeah. This is 115, <clears throat> so there's 114, plus there's mm-hmm. what, five or six little Budisodes available like for that. free as it well. Is. That's how dope we are. They're all free. So, yeah, what about your match, BJ? Uh, yeah, mine was Jey Uso versus Seth Rollins uh, from SmackDown. I can't remember the year. 15, 16, something like that. Okay. It was when Dean was the WWE champion. Okay. Was um, this uh, Cena Uso? Yeah, this is, I think this is when... 
This was Cena Uso. Okay. This was like right before their heel turn, I think. Okay. I think this is when Jimmy got hurt for a little bit and Jay was just kind of hanging around because, dude, he got nothing in. This okay. was So, like, Dean I mean, Ambrose. Other than Super Kick, it's pretty how much how mine right. was, too. Like, it was all Stardust. Yeah. The, um, he said, yeah, Ambrose was on commentary. Okay. And then he was facing Seth Rollins versus Jay Uso. But, this was like right after the Shield breakup, pretty close. Okay. And um, Dean Ambrose was—he kept getting on the mic in the middle of the match. Yeah, that was. Dope. But like Seth would beat down Jey Uso, and then that's when Dean would, Dean would do that. But like Jay didn't, still didn't get any offense from the distraction. It made him look like a goddamn chump. Um, pretty much. They're good at that in yeah. the WWE, and have been for a long time. Probably Dean, since the yeah. end of the ruthless aggression era. Dean Ambrose was hilarious, though. He usually um, is. So, uh, so yeah. Um, and then yeah, obviously Seth picked up the win after. Still, mm, right? Like pretty. Easily. Of course he did. Um, so where are you put? So him yeah, at? I'm gonna put him. Yeah, right at the back of the pack of the top people. Okay. Like. Because of his tag team stuff, still. I mean, I get he's a tag guy, but this is still just top hundred in the decade. Like true. Um, in my opinion, the Usos are one of, if not the best tag team of the 2010s. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's them, the New Day, the Young Bucks. The I don't Revival. know. I've been thinking about it more from the same way we did the last list. Where yeah. if you're a singles guy, you're singles. If you're a tag team guy, you're right. getting fucked because this is a singles list. Yeah. Uso hasn't done know. anything on his own That's to true. separate himself. No. So, but, I mean, his his skills, though, in the ring. Well, we'll talk about his brother again but, here a little bit later and see if he really yeah. is the better one. Yeah. But join us next I week, mean, He is the better one because he doesn't have, like, seven DUIs. Yeah. That's true. As a person, he's a better one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but join us next week as we talk about, and I'm not looking forward to this one at all, number 86, mm. Pentagon Jr., and number 85, Mar Fuji. I actually am looking nice. forward to seeing yeah. him wrestle. So this will be dope. This will be a good one. Yeah. We got, And then we got a lot of good guys in a row coming up after that. Yeah. So this is going to get fun. Harper and Corbin and... Kazarian. Yeah. The other Uso. Lesnar's coming up before we know it. Right. One Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tons of good stuff coming Kobe up. So. Kota. Fuck yeah. Join us next yeah, week. Yeah, so join us next week. I mean, buds. We talk about them and let us know what matches maybe we should watch for the show. You yeah. can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to Gmail at the same. Mm-hmm. You can catch me over at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on Twitter and Twitch. And I'm at Beebs2004. That's B-E-E-J-2-0-0-4. Leave us a five-star review and rate and comment mm-hmm. and tell everybody that yeah. you fucking know and half of the people that you don't know. Yeah, just yell it on the streets. Like, people will know. They'll do it. They'll figure just, it out. Yeah, just say, like, go listen to the Buds Watch Wrestling Podcast. You'll thank us. Yeah. And then they're going to go home, and they're going to listen to it. And, and they'll be a bud like more... you. Right, exactly. And the more buds, the better. Yeah, there can't be too many of us. Huh. Yeah. But... You never have too much buds. Never. But until next time, guys, that's BJ over there. Mm, that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Go away. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Go away. It's checked. Good. Yes. I wouldn't know what to do if it wasn't checked.
We also are going to have new audio settings this week, too. Oh, yeah. So if you both notice and think it sounds better, you should tell us. Okay. Both let you know via Twitter.com.